Are you having fun? <laughs> Is it fun yet? <laughs> oh my, so many of you have been talking about this energy and just, you know, wondering what's going on. So I thought I would take just a special edition of this fun astrology podcast and explain. Hi, I'm Thomas Miller, your local shade tree astrologer. Look, I just like you have taken an interest in this. I've been studying it for about 10 years now, but just uh, recently have started to really amp it up. And part of that is doing this podcast every day. And because there is so much energy now around what is going on astrologically, especially And if you're studying this at all, you're hearing about the big conjunction coming up in January 2020 between Saturn and Pluto. And everybody is like, oh, so afraid of it. Well, and with good reason, because historically it has been a bomb in a, well, in transformational ways. So here's the whole setup of this. The reason that this is so important and powerful is because... Saturn and Pluto are coming together. That means that in the sky, they will be completely aligned in January of 2020. We'll go through the date sequence here in a minute. But they are in the home sign of Saturn, which is Capricorn. That's a big deal. So let's put these energies together. Because really, astrology at its core is just metaphoric for energy affecting the planet. Now, we're going to roll all the way back. (laughs) This is crazy. We're going all the way back to 1517. Now, why? Because Pluto is the farthest out planet recognized in modern astrology. It takes 270 years to go all the way around that astrological chart. So that puts it between 10 and 20 years in any given sign. So for us to have Saturn and Pluto together in Capricorn, we have to wait on Pluto because Saturn moves around about every two and a half years in a sign. Two and a half versus 10 to 20. See, it takes Saturn 29 years, so it's almost a 10x factor. So Saturn has been in there, let's say, about 10 times, 9 times, 8 times. Uh, for every Pluto once. So the last time, if you just, so we have to take where we are now and subtract 270. So that puts us, the last time that Pluto entered Capricorn was around the time of the American Revolution. It was 1762. But Saturn was over on the other side of the chart. It was playing around in Taurus and Gemini, uh, almost opposite, not quite. So we have to go back now another 270 years. So the, first, the last time that Pluto and Saturn were sitting on top of each other in Capricorn that I can find, if my dates are right in my software, I'm using Astro Gold for the Mac, was in the year 1517. I landed on Christmas Day, December 25, 1517. Saturn and Pluto were in Capricorn at three degrees. Well, if you back up just a little bit from that, uh, Columbus did his sailing the ocean blue in 1492. So you could technically say that that was the beginning of the quote-unquote discovery, or you could say invasion, of the Americas by the uh, Europeans. So let's just ask a rhetorical question. Was that transformational? 
Now let's roll up to the next time that Pluto visited Capricorn. That was 1762. It left in 1778. Now what happened between 1762 and 1778? (laughs) The United States got born. So am I building a case here? Yes, absolutely. Why? Because Pluto, the planet of transformation. Look, Pluto itself doesn't transform anything. Pluto is just a mass of gas sitting so far out there you couldn't get there and you wouldn't want to go anyway. But through this amazing magical system called astrology, somebody, and I don't know that it was human, connected the dots that all of this synchronicity in the sky affects our life on Earth with perfect symmetry. So we can go back to 1762 and to 1517, and to 2020. And with perfect symmetry, we can see energetic patterns in our lives on Earth. It is nothing short of absolutely incredible. So Pluto represents transformation. The way I like to just envision it is think of a demolition site of a building. What happens? A team comes in, they set their charges, they block the streets on a Sunday morning, and they take the building down. And then another crew comes in and they haul that thing off to a landfill somewhere. And then another team comes in and they spread out the earth and they get it all flat and ready for the new construction. And that team comes in and you see concrete and steel and a new tower goes up. And that site has been transformed over a process of destruction and rebuilding. That's Pluto. Saturn, Saturn is a different picture. Everybody wants to paint Saturn as this dark lord, death, destruction, fear, the grim reaper. See, I don't see Saturn that way. Thinking of this from a soul perspective, from a soul perspective, we come in with built-in karma, purpose, plan, pathways, soul groups, and a predetermined intention of what this life is going to be like. I narrated an audiobook for author Fred Dodson called Lives of the Soul. If you would like to get on the same page of just like a really refreshing perspective on what life is all about, I would highly recommend it. The audiobook itself is only about four hours. It's a real quick listen. And if you are at all struggling with the purpose of life, the madness and the insanity of all of this, and just making sense of your existence on the earth, I would highly recommend that book because literally in an afternoon, you will get a completely different perspective on everything. And then bring the astrology chart back into that, and you have a beautiful picture. So within that constructed life that we build prior to this incarnation, we map it out. And then that design is forgotten, and the game begins. And The game of the Matrix is to try to figure out the design. Well, guess what? It's right there. It's called the astrological chart. That is our soul map. Once you understand it from that perspective, Saturn becomes that element that will keep our ego, self, humanity on track. And sometimes... We are so freaking stubborn that Saturn has to beat it into us. And you are talking to one of the most 
stubborn-headed fools there ever was on earth. I came in loaded to do incredible work. My chart is so punchy that at the Denver Astrology Group meeting where they were doing random chart readings, an astrologer had studied my chart while two other people were talking for about 30 minutes. And then it came her time, and all she could do was this. She went, oh, your chart just makes me dizzy. Man, I came in loaded to do some work. And part of that was resolving stuff from the past. I see it now And Saturn has, as I've said, Saturn has just been sitting on top of my chart. Why? Because it sits right across from my ascendant, and it is square to both my lunar nodes. I don't want to get off on that. All that is just a loaded punch bag. And this is why I think it is so important that parents and their kids understand this, because if I had been taught that as a teenager, I would have had a radically different existence. But that wasn't the design. The design was to find it later in life. But that's the kind of transformation that Saturn represents. So to me, it's not this gothic, black, dark star. To me, it is this karmic lord that will ensure somewhat compliance with our path. And then we have all kinds of broad latitude to screw up and mess up and play over here and play over there. In fact, the author that I've narrated all these audiobooks for Fred Dodson. I love his little analogy on this. Think of it like we come in and we're driving on a hundred-lane-wide highway. We have a hundred lanes that we can play on, but it's only a hundred. But we can be on any one of the hundred, and we can choose which of the hundred. So that's that whole conversation around free will versus destiny. I think we have a broad destiny, and we have a lot of free will within that. Looking back over six decades now, from that perspective, that, look, that makes a lot of sense to me. That screws together well. So we have the planet of transformation. Think of taking the building down to build it back up. We have the karmic lord. We have the planet that is going to keep you on your path. Both of them are in the same sign of Capricorn, which happens to be ruled by Saturn. Now remember, Saturn and Pluto, one was visible to the ancient astrologers, one was not. So the house of Capricorn being ruled by Saturn goes all the way back to the beginning of astrology. Pluto's rulerships, which I'm not even going to get into, are part of modern astrology. So I'm saying with Saturn being the lord of this conjunction that is coming up, Capricorn being that house of strong and firm foundations. Pluto and Saturn sitting right on top of each other brings us the most powerful, transformational, soul, karmic, align with the destiny of why we came here in the first place to deal with support and energy anywhere in the astrological chart, and that has not existed since the year 1517. This is wow, wow, and oh wow, like you've never had before. Like multiple lifetimes. Does this resonate? What I'm trying to paint the picture of here by words is that we are sitting on the most golden opportunity to do this deep soul work that the universe has not supported like this since the early 1500s. 
So this is not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is a once-in-many-lifetimes opportunity to do this incredibly deep soul transformational work. Now, again, go back to lives of the soul. We are all on soul paths. So when this body, when this shell that just holds our soul fades away and we are back in the non-physical, the level of development of our soul is just like it is here on earth in that sense. I mean, there are some souls that are highly developed and they are much higher consciousness. And there are some that are not as much, some don't care, and some are really low. So those of us who are concerned about growing our consciousness level, we are in this unique opportunity right now. And I don't hear anybody talking about this. And there are no billboards. I'm actually traveling. I'm remote microphone from a Marriott hotel out on I-40 somewhere in the West. I just woke up and decided to do a podcast this morning. (laughs) Yes, I am that guy that carries his podcast stuff around with him and hauls it up to the room on the luggage cart. So when we frame up that we have this unique soul opportunity, what should we do about it? Well, the first thing is to become aware of it. So let's talk about some dates. If you look at a chart of December 29th, 2019, you will see the following energies in Capricorn. Mercury, Jupiter, the Sun, the South Node, Saturn, Pluto, and the Ascendant. I'm not going to pick all of that apart, but basically there's not a lot of energy left anywhere else in the chart. For you cappies, this year, this coming year is going to be a zinger. Boy, get ready because the energy is going to all be focused around you. Wow. So that's like our communication, our expansion, our who we are in the world, our soul purpose, where we're coming from, Saturn we just talked about, Pluto we just talked about, and the Ascendant is our shining out in the world. It's like the universe created this cheering gallery because all of the planets are actually on that half of the chart number one it's like the this is such a big deal the whole world wants to watch the show and it's like all the players want to be there for the game it's like it's like all the jets are in louisville for kentucky derby day right you go to the airport and it's like everybody's jet is parked out there. Well, that's the way this is. Everybody wants to be in on the act. It's like, I want to be there. I want to be, I want a front row seat. Poor Venus and poor Chiron and poor Uranus and poor Mars. They, they got left up in the rafters. They're up there in the, they're watching from the balcony. And the moon is just spazzing out and doing cartwheels around the chart like it normally does. All right, that's December 29th is when all of that converges. Now, look at January 6th, 2020. That's the day to stamp on your, on your brain because Saturn and Pluto are now at 22 degrees Capricorn. That is the big crescendo that everybody's been talking about. Now, because Saturn moves 10 times faster than Pluto, by 10 days later, uh, it's moved off several degrees. And then by March 22nd, Saturn moves into Aquarius. So that energy is basically exhausted by that point. But then, July 2nd, Saturn and Pluto go retrograde. So the party begins again as Saturn starts to move back toward Pluto faster than Pluto is moving away from Saturn. Does that make sense? Now, they won't completely catch up to each other. 
about the closest they get, I think, is in October. And then by December, Saturn moves back on and the party's officially over. But it's like through next year, the universe gives a second chance. You want to catch the original showing. You don't want to get the matinee. But it will come back around if there were some incomplete things or maybe some uh, just some missed opportunities and just the universe being benefic for those who will hear about it for the first time next year. They can come play too. So what do we do about it? Well, for one, I've been carrying a journal with me almost everywhere I go and write in it almost every day because awareness is one of the keys to transformation. So I have been intentionally asking every day and just being very, very conscious every day, what's going on in my life? What areas do I know I want to work on? What comes to me intuitively? What resistances show up? That's the big one. What are you resisting? There's where the transformational work takes place. One of my favorite techniques is when I identify an area that needs work, I look at the opposite of what that would be. Let's take an example. Let's say that I am being mean to everybody around me. What would be the opposite of that? To be nice to everybody around me. I go in the opposite direction by intentionally creating activities to go in the opposite direction. And then usually find the middle ground where you settle in and that becomes your reformed or transformed behavior. And I have this perspective about Saturn, that if you are alert and conscious and asking, where am I to transform? If you are observing, if you are conscious and aware, then Saturn is actually benefic and will help reveal things to you. And as you lay down those resistances and you become pliable and working with those energies, then you have the two most powerful units on the chart, two of the most powerful energies in this design, helping you build a new beautiful structure. And see, that's nothing to worry about. That's something to be excited about. That's something to get on board about. Man, I want to play in that sandbox. And I got to say, I have felt completely supported through this process and am making growth in areas that I knew were obstacles and I knew were stuck because I just set the intentions that during this season, these areas are going to be transformed in ways that would have taken lifetimes otherwise to do. So look, that's a little slice from my own life. When you get into ways to transform spiritually, there are so many ways and resources and different, uh, just a plethora of information on that. You pick whatever works for you. These are some of the ways that I like to do it. But the deal is we have transformation on mega steroids. The thing is to be aware of it and to work with it and to enjoy the beautiful energy. Set down those resistances and work with the universe in aligning you with that beautiful destiny that you created that is called your life. I wish you the very best. Stay awake, and I will see you along the journey.